Welcome back to our Golden Twenties. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host Sadie. Hello. And my microphone smells like salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. In case I like last episode, we painted a picture of me with like my glass of red wine. This is like a very different vibe tonight. There's like a feral energy. I don't know what's going on. So welcome back, guys. So glad to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh it kind of goodness. sums up our year. And <laughs> that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about, or I guess reflecting on this year, what went down. And yeah. this year, I feel like had a little bit of a chaotic vibe. <laughs> a salty one, you know? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... We'll definitely have an episode doing like deep reflections of the year and, you know, planning for 2023. All jokes aside, I do think this will be a really fun episode. Not super salty, but just, yeah, thinking back on our favorite things of 2022. And I'm debating if we want to call this episode like 2022. 2022 wrapped kind of thing but Mm. I don't know last year with the Spotify wrapped so Spotify wrapped has obviously come out we already know who everybody's top artists are and whatever because it's been all over your Instagram and social media but I remember last year there were a few brands do like their own Spotify wrapped and it was like oh my god that's so Mm -hmm. clever and then this year like everybody's doing it, like doing their own take on it. And like, of course, sharing their actual Spotify rap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is a little too much. But then here we are where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, here's our wrapped of 2022, all of our favorite things, yeah. all of this, this. But it's always nice to look back on the year and kind of what we were saying last year, remember the good things that happened and favorite memories yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and I always love reading like, the best movies of this year, the best albums of this year or whatever, because it like, helps me figure out like, what did I miss? What do I need to like put on my list? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so hopefully we can give you all some ideas. If you're like, I feel like I didn't watch any movies this year. We're going to share like some of our favorites or like some music. We mentioned an album that you haven't listened to yet. That kind of thing can hopefully give you some ideas as well. Totally. And maybe you'll be reliving some of these memories with us if you've been listening along or if you also enjoyed some of these things that make our list. So I think it'll be a fun, reflective episode. Maybe before we jump into that, we also thought, speaking of the whole Spotify wrapped piece, we got our Spotify wrapped as podcast, like on the podcast side of it. I was going to say podcast creators, but I guess Mm -hmm. that's what it was. And holy shit, you guys are amazing. And we definitely had one of those moments where we were just so incredibly proud of the podcast. And we just wanted to take a minute to like celebrate some of these wins with you guys since you listen in every single week and really have helped us Mm -hmm. get some of these really impressive stats and like really helped us grow over 2022. 
So maybe we can start there before we jump into our own individual favorites. Sure. Yeah. So I guess the first stat it shared was that we had created just over 2,000 minutes of content. So that was 43 episodes at the time of Wrapped, which I believe it said was more than like 98% of other podcasts. Which is a good reminder because a lot of podcasts aren't weekly. So it's like, oh, yeah, we do consistently post every week. So that's probably why. Yeah. And I think the other thing too is like people, even us, we could have started this podcast. This might be us just tooting our own horn for a second, but it's because we just need to celebrate the wins. We tell you guys to do this all the time. This is us (laughs) celebrating the wins, but it's also so easy to just like fall off or skip a week or, you know, have this Mm -hmm. idea, but then not stay consistent with it. And it's like, this is the second full year of us pumping out this podcast you know like it's crazy to think we've spent 2,000 minutes talking into our microphones you guys have spent 2,000 minutes listening to us talk like it just means the world and I don't know it it's crazy to think about yeah yeah the other thing I think that it kind of makes me think about is how I don't know for me it's like yeah we've posted once a week but it's not a big deal like it's not, you know, like who cares? Where it's we don't have a very complex podcast. It's not like we're creating like audioscapes or mm-hmm. doing, you know, a bunch of research. But then it's like still you posted more than ninety eight percent of other creators. And it's like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Definitely. So out of those episodes, our number one episode was titled Life Advice for Your 20s and Life Advice We Didn't Follow. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, apparently it's a fan favorite. Go check it out. I think it's actually one of my favorites that we recorded as well, but that was fun too. And that one had like, I forget, there was a growth association to that too. I feel like it was like 900% higher than like our average listens on an episode or like something crazy. It just like for sure was one that I guess resonated and people shared with their friends and family. So thanks so much if you were one of those people who shared it. Yeah, we were also heard in 77 countries, the top being US, Canada, UK, Ireland, and Australia. But we have been heard around the globe, which, which is, is also crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember like one of yeah. your goals and probably mine too was when we started the podcast just for someone we didn't know to listen to it. And still to this yeah. day, I don't think either of us feels like that's a thing. Like we still feel like it's just like our five friends who listen every week. Our friends. But yeah. yeah. But it's crazy to think wow, somebody in Australia is listening to this or someone in the UK. Mm -hmm. And it's like, those are very obviously people I don't know, like on a personal level, you know, so mission accomplished. And that just makes, makes me feel like, wow, maybe this is a bigger deal than just us sitting in our homes recording it every week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Similarly, we're in the top 5% most shared globally, 
which mm-hmm. is also really weird to me because I just don't think of our content as shareable. But then I guess it is like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are like celebrity interviews. So it's like if a celebrity drops a bombshell, I can see sharing that. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I don't know, people are sharing ours too. Yeah, must just be. Well, we've seen like some people have DM'd us being like, I really needed to hear this. Or like we see it in your Instagram stories, you guys being like, this resonated so much. So I think it just means yeah the world to us when you do share it. And like, it's one thing to think it and be like, wow, that really struck home for me when you're listening to it. But for you to then go to social yeah. media or then tell your friends and family, like that's just that next step. And like, again- it just shows in the stats and we appreciate it so much. Similarly, we were in the top 5% most followed podcasts, which is mm-hmm. interesting to me as well. But again, we just really, we're just taking these with a grain of salt, but also being like, hey, if this is what Spotify tells us, we believe it and we're celebrating. <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate you following along and listening again, not just once, but continuing to come back and follow along Mm -hmm. throughout the whole year yeah this next one was also interesting where they did the whole like personality piece I think for also just like your music like when what you listen to whatever but for our podcast listeners personality so you guys they've labeled you as the adventurer and they've labeled or not sorry labeled but they've defined that as that you venture out into the unknown searching for fresher podcasts and hidden gems. And I feel like Mm. that's because we're not big, but it's like you're not Mm -hmm. big yet. You know, your listeners, they know you're going to be big one day and they are going to be the ones (laughs) to proudly say we found them first. (laughs) So we love that for you guys. We love that for us too. Thanks, Spotify, for believing. We'll make it one day. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. And then we saw some crazy growth this year. So followers were up 999%. Listeners were up 789%. Streams were up 519%. And hours were up 467%. That's So that's lots of growth. That's so much growth. Yeah, especially followers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think if you guys found us off TikTok, we had a few TikToks mm-hmm. blow up, which are all thanks to Tegan. She's, you know, on top of editing the podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're doing like, this is like our last episode ever, but I swear I know, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but all thanks to Tegan for on top of editing the podcast every week. She's also been pumping out TikTok videos and reposting things on Instagram reels. And it really helped us Mm -hmm. blow up and have a few viral moments on TikTok as well. So if you saw our TikTok, you followed us, we're now like approaching 10K followers on TikTok, which is huge for us. Mm -hmm. But if you saw that TikTok, you came, you listened, you continue to listen in. We love you. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for sticking around. And if you followed us on Instagram or saw, you know, I think we've had only a handful of like Instagram reels blow up and we didn't see as many Mm -hmm. people come listen to the podcast after it. But still, if you follow along, if you still made it here from Instagram, like thank you guys so much. You have no idea how much we appreciate you listening in. 
Yeah, 100%. Well, it's like, realistically, would we be two years later into this if we still were getting 30 listens an episode? Like, when we, our first episodes, I I don't even know if they got 30. They might have gotten, like, 25, which we were like, 25! But (laughs) if two years later we were getting, like, 25 still... I don't know that we would be doing Keep this going. Yeah, anymore. Definitely. Yeah. It wouldn't feel as rewarding. As, that's for sure. Yeah. And it's like as much as we talk about like you don't wait for motivation, like you just have to do it. It's like every time we get a DM from one of you or our followers spike or like someone recognizes Sadie's voice or oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know. Like yeah. All of that stuff, I feel like that almost creates motivation or it's like something separate to motivation, I guess, where it's like I don't even need motivation because I've got like this pushing me through and yeah. Totally. So we are I think are truly only still doing this because of like people's support and people listening. Definitely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Awesome. Well, I think those were all our sort of wrapped stats mm-hmm. we wanted to share. I think now we can move into some of our like yearly favorites and maybe reveal some of the things that were on our wrapped just for those who don't follow us on our like personal Instagrams and stuff. I shared mine to my stories. Did you share yours, Sadie? I actually didn't. I was one of those people where yeah. I was like, I... Okay, I don't know. There's this one thing about me where I'm like, this is just the obvious thing to do right now. And I'm like, I just don't want to do it. (laughs) I don't want to play into it. Also, I'm a huge weirdo and music is just so, I mean, I'll share my results with you guys, obviously, because that's what this whole episode's (laughs) about. But there's just something about music being extremely like, like intimate to me where I'm like, I don't want everybody to know what my top song was. Like, I don't want people to know what bands I was listening to, but at the same time, nothing on my list is surprising. So I don't know why I feel that way. But anyways, all this to say, (laughs) no, I didn't share it, but I'm going to spill the tea Mm. in this episode. (laughs) I really hyped it up for absolutely no reason. You guys are going to be like, hey, this is what she was not sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always share mine, even though it is mildly embarrassing, but then at the same time, I'm like, like, it's not that embarrassing. It could be like, yeah. I don't know, I'm listening like the Glee soundtrack or like, I don't know, VeggieTales or something. Like, yeah. my top artist was Billy Joel, and I saw Billy Joel in concert. So it's not like, bananas insane, but it is yeah. still like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing, but it's not like Harry Styles or Taylor Swift, but... That's just who I am. That's how I roll. Exactly. I love it. Okay, Tag. So walk us through. What was your Spotify rap? Yeah. Well, I think as far as sort of like my favorite albums of this year and the stuff that kind of made the rapped playlist, Harry Styles, Harry's House. Of course. I feel like this... I think as it was, was the most played song on Spotify of the year. And this album was released the week of my honeymoon. And so I'm really hoping 
that like as I listen to it in the future, I'll be like, oh, remember my honeymoon? We'll see. Because I listen to it a lot. So I feel like it has to be something from a specific time. But I'm hoping like the first time I listened to the full album, I was like on Waikiki Beach in Hawaii. So I'm trying to make it so that every time I hear it, I like think back to that. And yeah, it's also just a banger of an album. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Another album I wanted to mention is Wet Leg by the band Wet Leg, and it was their debut, and Harry actually did a cover of one of their songs, which is, I had heard about them before and heard one of their songs, but never really got into them, but then after his cover, I like listened to the whole album, and they came up multiple times as one of my top songs and artists. And the last album I wanted to mention is The Last Resort by Midland, specifically a song called Paycheck to Paycheck, which just there were like a lot of summers where I was driving up by myself to visit my husband at his cottage. And this was just like the album I was rocking out to in the car. And it was just like, I don't know, good like summer sing along fun vibes. So I love that. Yeah, those were. The three I wanted to mention as far as like albums from this year. What about you, Sadie? Yeah, I did mine just pretty much my Spotify rap results. So not necessarily like Mm -hmm. albums. So my top artist was Taylor Swift. And what I Mm -hmm. think I realized about Taylor Swift this year is that she has an album for literally every mood and like everything that I'm doing. So it was like Saturday morning, I'm cleaning my apartment. I'm blasting fearless. It's now Mm -hmm. Friday or maybe like Tuesday night. I'm working out. I'm blasting reputation. It's now like summer and I'm going on dates. So I'm listening to lover. And then it's like folklore is my Mm -hmm. like all time favorite Taylor Swift album. And I'm playing it on repeat all the time, like rainy days, cozy days, like summer, fall. I'm just listening to it all the time. So She went Mm -hmm. down without a doubt as my number one artist and my top three songs were also Taylor Swift. Number one was Delicate Mm -hmm. and that is literally because Reputation was my workout playlist and I was like very (laughs) dedicated to working out at home. So blasting that and Delicate was the one I guess that I played the most. Second, Cornelia Mm -hmm. Street and third is The One and The One I think was my top song last year too but again I just listen to Mm. folklore all the time and the one is my favorite song off that album Mm -hmm. I also had Harry Styles on my list he was number three and that was obviously because of Harry's house Tegan and I also went to the Harry Styles Mm -hmm. concert which I think was a highlight of the year for me just like yeah a really great concert but just like so insane like probably one of the most famous people I've ever seen live, like in in the flesh. So that was very (laughs) exciting. I also love Harry's House, the album. And then my other three top artists were all usual suspects. They've been on my top artists the past probably, I don't even know how many years, but we have Khalid, Love, and the Franklin Electric. So a little bit all over the place in terms of genre. But I had, or sorry, I saw the Franklin Electric this year in concert as well. They're probably one of my favorite bands of all time. They're from Montreal. Mm -hmm. Khalid, 
he's been my number one for the past two years. He's number two this year. And I just got tickets mm-hmm. to see him next year with Ed Sheeran. So I'm so excited. His song Present was, I remember actually mentioning it on the podcast way like maybe February of uh, 2022. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that was my fourth most played song. And then my fifth most played song was Mean It by Love. And I turned down the opportunity to see him in concert. And it's probably one of my biggest regrets this year. (laughs) He put out a new (laughs) album this year and I've been listening to it nonstop Mm. just like the past couple weeks, even like maybe past two months. But anyways, he played right the night before Harry Styles. And I was like, no, I should be like responsible with my money and like my energy no, that was the wrong choice to do all those things. So anyways, he yeah. was my yeah fourth top artist with my fifth top song. But that's my Spotify wrapped. No surprises, I don't think. Love it. Yeah. Great. I think moving on from music, we can talk about mm-hmm. our favorite movies and tv shows from this year yeah this is where i always struggle i feel this is like your time to shine and my time to like struggle (laughs) sit silently and (laughs) nod (laughs) yeah yeah well there's no secret that i love movies i've got two degrees in film and i'm a big nerd about it So, yeah, although I feel like my movie choices this year are not, I don't, I don't know. Like, they're not very pretentious. They're all blockbusters, so. We love that. I'll probably know what they are then. And to be fair, yeah, I don't have any movies on mine. And coming up with the TV shows was Mm. a struggle for me. So, (laughs) you're really, you don't need to impress me. You're already impressing me by having movies on your list. (laughs) (laughs) great well my number one movie so far I mean I will also say that like Oscar season hasn't happened yet at least in Canada a lot of the big buzzy movies haven't been released yet and I like to see movies in theaters so yeah they're not on there yet but anyways my number one currently is Elvis which I talked about on the podcast before and I just love everything Baz Luhrmann does. People hate him. People hate this movie. They think it's like obnoxious and stupid. And that just makes me love it more. <laughs> it is just so cheesy, so ridiculous. Like it's everything I want an Elvis movie to be. Austin Butler like killed it as Elvis. It's actually crazy. And I just thought the music was so cool, the way they told the story and like the fashion, like all the parts that I think are iconic to Elvis, they nailed. Mm -hmm. So I definitely loved that one. Yeah. I watched that one and I liked it too. Yeah. 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 That's good. I think it's, I think like one of the big blockbusters of the year. So I'm hoping people listening have seen it it also like blew up on tiktok too yeah so it was like a moment for sure yes yeah the next movie i had on my list is everything everywhere all at once which i recently rewatched, and it is 
excellent. And yeah, it's like about, I don't know, like the metaverse and the idea that everything in life is meaningless, but then by the thought that everything is meaningless, it's like that actually means that everything is important. Okay. And I was like, that's a very interesting thought. And it just makes me cry every time I watch it Mm -hmm. in a good way where I'm like, oh God, Mm -hmm. this is just what I needed. And yeah, that movie's great. I also really enjoyed the movie Pearl, which is a prequel to the movie X, which also came out this year and had another TikTok moment. And of course, Top Gun Maverick, the first Tom Cruise movie I'd ever seen. And it's like broke all these records. It beat Titanic at the box office. And it was just like a great movie. I did not see that one. But I'm probably the yeah. only person who hasn't. So, <laughs> yeah, it was huge. You'd probably like it too. Like, yeah, I don't probably. like action movies or know anything about it. But I was like, okay, Miles Teller's in it and he's hot. Oh, and then I it, love there was Miles like a Teller. big emphasis on him. Yeah. Yeah. He plays like football with a shirt off for a chunk. So that was good. Yeah. What am I doing? Um, Why am I sleeping on this movie? That sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> it was good and it's like you know a movie where you watch it and you're just like you walk away and you're like I'm never I'm not gonna rewatch that movie like this was just a movie I saw it did its job I was entertained for two hours I'm happy Mm -hmm. like I got my money's worth that was exactly this movie (laughs) I love it yeah And then I do have three TV shows I'm going to mention. The first one I've already mentioned on the podcast before, and it's Our Flag Means Death. The first season came out this year on HBO Max. And for our UK listeners, I heard this week that it just got sold to the BBC. Mm. So if you want to legally watch it, UK listeners, you should be able to this week. Everyone else, it'll be on HBO Max. I have also been watching The Rehearsal by fellow Canadian and that show has just been like absolutely insane and I just don't even know what to think about it but I feel like I don't know that's like the best kind of tv where it's like you're watching history because this is crazy so I did want to mention the rehearsal and that is I also think HBO so HBO just continues to kill it no one's surprised And the last show I wanted to mention was also something I'd mentioned previously on the podcast, and that's Better Call Saul. It had its final season this year. The last, like, five episodes, I cried every single episode because I couldn't believe it was ending. And Bob Odenkirk literally died for a little bit. Almost uh, when he was making it, he had a heart attack, and they almost had to, like, stop the show, but he was able to survive and they finished it and it just made it like very impactful and just made me cry worse. And I just like one of the best female characters I've ever seen on TV, which is why I love it so much. And yeah, those are my faves. Yeah. I was looking up some like articles because I was, I have a hard time remembering everything that went on in the year. Yeah. So prepping for this episode, I was like, okay, what were some like trendy TV shows 
this year. Did I mm-hmm. happen to watch them? Because often I'm the last person to watch <laughs> these trendy things. But Better Call Saul was yeah. like on the list, like near the top for all the articles that I read. So yeah, I didn't watch it. But yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad you included it. Our listeners probably agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's a prequel to Breaking Bad. Right. So I do think you could probably watch it without watching Breaking Bad. But I feel like most people were watching it because they watched Breaking Bad. And I actually think it's better than Breaking Bad, Mm. which is controversial because Breaking Bad is considered by many the best TV show ever made. But Better Call Saul, it was just very, like, nuanced and felt like Mm -hmm. real life. Like, you felt like these were real people. Right. So good. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Well, my list of TV shows is so me. I feel like yours are so you and mine are so me. And they're, like, Mm. kind (laughs) of opposites in some ways. So, again, Mm -hmm. I had to, like, look up, okay, what was I watching this year? Because I just watched the same TV shows over and over and over again. And it's Gilmore Girls, Friends, Gossip Girl. You know how it goes. So Mm -hmm. I was like, did I watch anything relevant? But to start the year and just like that, so Sex and the City spinoff, I was Mm going to say. It started December 2021 but went into 2022, so I'm counting it. I thought it was – I didn't think it was great, (laughs) but I liked it. And I will definitely be tuning in Mm -hmm. for season two – I also remember just like it was a moment when it was on and new episodes were dropping and I was like grabbing my wine and like I looked forward to it. So I thought that earned a spot on the list. Also earlier in the year, Inventing Anna was a thing in 2022. I was Mm -hmm. like, was that just this year? But it definitely was. And I loved Inventing Anna. I love anything New York, socialite. If it's based off a true story, like, hell yeah, I love that. I also, Mm -hmm. this is an awful thing to say, but I love when women scheme men out of money. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I kind of am like, power to you, sister. Like, hustlers, I loved. Mm -hmm. Like, Inventi Anna, I love, you know. So, I don't know. That's a fucked up thing to say, (laughs) I know. And it's not good, but I'm just intrigued by Mm -hmm. it. So, that was definitely... A highlight for me that last year, I know I mentioned This Is Us on my favorite TV shows of the year. However, they had their finale this spring. So I can't even really remember how I felt about the finale, but This Is Us is like one of my favorite TV shows. I cried every single episode. I know you were talking about TV shows. You cry every episode, (laughs) probably different, but this is us. I'm just like an emotional mess every episode. So low key going to miss those like ball my eye out therapy sessions that I would have Mm -hmm. watching that show, but it was a great one, but it was definitely time for it to like wrap up. So there's that. And then in the summer, I remember, Tag, you talked about Only Murders in the Building on the podcast mm-hmm. forever ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. And then my cousin came to visit me in the summer and stayed for a weekend, and she was super into it. So I started watching it because of her, I think. And mm-hmm. then I ended up catching up to season two while it was airing, like in August 2022. So... I was got really into that. I also big fan of Selena Gomez, despite not seeing her new documentary just yet. But 
you know, I love rare beauty. I love everything Selena Gomez. So watching her in that show is like mm-hmm. outfit inspo, all of the, all of the things. And then last TV show is something that I was very into. I think it started December, 2021. And then season two just started this past like couple weeks. And that's sex lives of college girls. I love that it's on Crave in Canada. I mm-hmm. think it's maybe HBO Max as well yeah. or HBO, but I love it. I kind of got to a point where I loved Mindy Kaling for a while. Then all of her things felt the same and mm. I didn't love them anymore and she was really annoying. But this is kind of different. Like you can still very much tell it's Mindy Kaling, but it's better than like, I don't know, some of her other stuff that I've watched. So I love it. I love the, like, college throwback vibes. I love, I don't know, everything. So that's what I'm currently watching, and it makes the list for a favorite. Love it. Yeah, the only shows on your list that I've seen are, and just like that, and Only Murders in the Building, I think. I haven't seen any of the other ones, but it's funny to me that, only murders in the building you watch for selena gomez and i watch for steve martin like i'm an old man <laughs> like <laughs> so lame steve so I'm like, is, he's my yeah. favorite comedian i love his comedy records it's like what the hell is wrong with me oh yeah, yeah. steve martin always makes me think of cheaper by the dozen because that's how I knew him Okay. because I was obsessed with Hillary Duff as a kid. So he just has like those kind of like vibes to me, but mm. he is a great comedian and like, yeah, he's more than cheaper by the dozen, but to me, that's what he is in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's hilarious. So I don't funny. know. Just something about him cracks me up. Everything he does. Yeah. And only murders in the building was kind of one of those where I, while I was watching it, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. But I continued to watch it and it was just like a really cozy, feel good show. And again, set in New York where Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm enjoying this, you know, but it's like you were talking about the movies. Like, I don't think I'm going to go back and rewatch this a million times over. Any of these shows, actually, I don't know if I will. This is us, maybe, but I don't know. I just appreciated them for what they were in Mm -hmm. the moment. And it was a good good vibe. Love it. Okay. I think our next yeah. category is books, which I'm excited about yeah. because last Me year too. I like had just gotten back into reading. And so I was reading like books that were hip like five years ago, three years ago. And So when we did this list, it was hard for me to even find a book that had come out in 2021. Whereas this year, I had a selection of books I read from 2022 to pick my favorites. So at least these are actually truly my favorites and not just like books I read that actually came out this year. So yeah, that's good. Amazing. Yeah. 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 So I'm only including books that came out this year that I rated five out of five stars on Goodreads. And so the first one is Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And what's interesting about this book is I didn't really like it and I was really slow to read it. Like normally I either read a book 
in like two days or I'm like, I hate this and I don't finish it. It took me like a month to read this because I was like, just not getting into it, not getting into it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, here we go. I'm into it. And I was crying and like, I was like, I need to stay up and finish this book. And I'm just like crying to myself. It was just very, very good. I, it's one of my favorite Taylor Mm -hmm. Jenkins read books. I don't know if it's my number one, but it's either my number one or my number two. So I loved it a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm currently reading it. Okay. Yeah. I'm loving it. However, it's, I love like why I love this is us so much is I love father daughter relationships or like father Mm -hmm. relationships. I don't know why, but any like family dynamic, I'm like, Oh, it just pulls up my heartstrings so much. And then I also love a good like sports motivation. Mm -hmm. Like if it's a movie, if it's a book, if it's a documentary success story, like I love that so much. So I just started this book. I don't know like a week ago maybe and I'm probably halfway through it like I'm reading it very fast but I'm loving it as well yeah it was a good one the next book I had on my list which I think I've talked about on the podcast if not I've been talking about it in my real life constantly and it's the book Mm -hmm. I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy and it was just so good like even though people were raving about how good it was it was still better than what I thought it was going to be. And this is like the only book where like, that's pretty intense. Yeah. I would like get on the subway and see like three people also reading the same book. Like I kind of felt like this was having a cultural moment too. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it was just so good and so funny, but insightful and about sort of like a variety of different topics that I'd never read about. Like it goes into details about our eating disorder and where it stems from and about like complex family relationships and fame. And it was just very interesting and a really easy read because the chapters would be like four pages long little essays. So I would just be like flying through at the speed of light. The next book I rated five stars is a book called Groupies by Sarah Priscus, which is a Canadian book. So I heard about it on TikTok, but I don't know if it's only big in Canada or if it's big everywhere, but it was really good. It's about like, it's a novel about groupies in the seventies following like a fictional rock band. And it was like a very good summer read Loved it. And what else did I love? I loved the book Book Lovers by Emily Henry. She, like Taylor Jenkins Reid, I will like read every new book of hers. And this one is my favorite of hers. I just love, I don't know, that I'm in this era with these like certain authors that I really love. And I know that every single book they put out is like mm-hmm. better than the last. That's very exciting. So yeah, that was a great one. And then last but not least... Run Towards the Danger by Sarah Pauly. We did like a whole episode about it. So obviously I loved it. And at the time that we're recording this, I'm going to meet Sarah Pauly tomorrow and get her to sign my copy of the book. So that'll be very exciting. And I'm excited. But yeah, those are all my favorite books this year. I love that. I feel like you have like 
a good mix of stuff here, you know? Yeah. And that's something that I was kind of like proud of myself for this year was getting outside of just reading romance. Mm. That being said, I only have two books that were actually published in 2022 Mm -hmm. that made the list and they're both romance books. However, I know I mentioned this before, but I started a book club this year with Tegan and some of my other friends. And I feel like that's really helped me like get outside and like explore some other genres. I feel we've only really done romance and like thrillery murdery type books but I'm like still it's something different yeah I also read some like family dramas and just I don't know stuff outside of like girl meets boy boy girl don't get along then they do then they break up Mm -hmm. then they get back together and live happily ever after yeah but anyways I echo book lovers I loved that book so much Mm -hmm. I feel like it was my first five star of the year and then I read a few different ones after not Emily Henry but a few other books afterwards and they were like all five stars but Mm -hmm. book lovers really started my five star streak I just related to that main character so much yeah and I don't fully remember like the details of it since I read it like a couple months ago at this point, but I just remember really, really liking it and relating to the character so much and telling my sister, you need to read this because you're also going to relate to this main character so much. And there was a few like really, not really, but a few like steamy scenes in there. And I was just like, yes, we read Mm -hmm. this in like three days, like very, very fast or fast for me. And then the second book that I wanted to mention is Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. And that was our first book club read. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I rated it five stars. Again, I read it really fast. It's another Canadian author. And it was set where the main character lived in the city. And the city was actually Toronto. It wasn't like New York, Chicago, you know, like set in Toronto. And then she would, she had like a cottage that she summered at or her family went Mm -hmm. to every summer. So it just felt again, like very relatable to me since obviously I live in the city in Toronto and then my family lives in cottage country. And I don't know, it was just nice to lay on the beach and read it. I will say, and we talked about this so much with our book club tag, but like the more we discussed the book, the more I was like, yeah, maybe it was only four stars, but for the sake of this, Mm -hmm. like roundup, I'm like, no, while I was reading it, I absolutely loved it and it was easily five stars. So yeah. Love it. I also, last thing, I know I mentioned this last year, but I continued my magazine subscriptions for Style at Home and Mm. Cosmo. (laughs) And again, I love that so much, especially when you're like between books. If you're like, oh, I just finished a book and I'm not sure if I'm ready to commit to another one just yet. It's so nice to have like a magazine to flip through, like for a few nights in between books, but just wanted to put that on there too, because the best thing I've done the past two years is subscribe to those two magazines. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah. I also love a good magazine. Uh, My like Cosmo subscription ran out and I don't know what happened. So I don't know. I need to figure that out, but I have a Toronto life subscription. So I learn all about Mm. what's going on in the city And I have a Toronto Star subscription, mainly to do the Sudoku and crosswords. But sometimes (laughs) I read the news. And I was going to say, do your Sudoku while you watch Steve Martin's highlight reels on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) 
while I put on his We're albums like nice on my record player. Cardigan. Yeah. I get a <laughs> pipe out and I smoke a pipe and I do my crossword. Yeah. We love that for you. What? <laughs> like, we're very similar people, and yet when we present these things, we sound like opposites. Like... I know. I, I consider us very similar, and yet <laughs> I say yeah. things... I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think what's... I think, like, what's interesting about us, I think in terms of the big important stuff we're very similar which yeah. is why we're like best friends and have been friends for years and years mm-hmm. like we have very similar values we have very similar you know like morals and yeah. like you know Goals, the big picture stuff but when yeah. it comes to like yeah when it comes to like interests we're like different mm-hmm. or i don't know but so at the weird. same time we're not on yeah. some things i don't know yeah. It's weird. It is interesting. Actually, here, this maybe is what I think it is. The stuff that you we okay. do like publicly or activities that we would do together, we have similar interests. Whereas like our solo activities or mm-hmm. activities that I do just by myself, I feel like we're different. Like it's like what would it matter if I do Sudoku and you don't because like you just do Sudoku <laughs> when you're by yourself. But it's like the activities... I would suggest for us to go out and do as friends. I feel like we'd both like the same things. I don't know. Enjoy. Yeah. That's my theory. Well, I mean, if you want to invite me over, we can do Sudoku. So Sudoku. Why can't I say that together? Yeah. I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. (laughs) It is actually very cozy. Like we get the paper on Saturday and like, there's nothing better than a Sunday morning, especially if you like went out Saturday (laughs) and you like, you can tell yes. that like I live with people and we all come and sit in the living room with like coffee and then we can work on the crossword and be like, so did you see this happen last night? And this person said that <laughs> it's like the vibes are immaculate. That sounds so cozy. Yeah. Ideal Saturday, Sunday situation. Yeah. Anyways, moving on past Anyways, that. <laughs> I think this, yeah, this kind of stuff, we might have a lot of similarities in yeah. the beauty fashion category. Mm-hmm. Do you want to kick us off with some makeup favorites, Tick? Yes. So recent favorite, which I posted a TikTok and an Instagram reel. So you might've already heard about this, but it's the Urban Decay 24-7 Moondust Eyeshadow in the shade Space Cowboy. And basically what this is, is like a glitter but it goes on like really pretty and doesn't look just like chunky glitter I don't know it's very like effortless kind of I don't know it gives me like almost groupy vibes like I could feel like someone like getting ready Mm. to go see a band backstage in the 70s would just be like putting on their space cowboy and getting ready to go and it's very helpful I find for Christmas parties because I'm not like a big makeup person I never do like old eyeshadow looks or anything but this is like you just put on this glitter and now you look like you're ready to go to a Christmas party so yeah yeah I've been loving I need that. to get it it looks so good yeah yeah I once had somebody say to me I feel like your brand is just sparkles <laughs> and I was like that is the nicest thing anybody's yeah. ever said to me and it was because especially like going into the office and 
for a while I was into eyeshadow and mm -hmm. I always did sparkly eyeshadow. Not as sparkly as I th what I think this Urban Decay one is, yeah. but I always did like a sparkly eye. And now I don't wear eyeshadow every day. So when I do, I'm like, remember when that one person told me yeah. like sparkles my brand and how happy that made me? Like, let's bring this back. But I feel like as much as this one is good for holiday parties from what you posted on, I'm just going off like your TikTok and mm. Instagram. That's all I've really seen about this. But it looks like it could be like an everyday wear. Yeah. Like you could do like something really funky to make it, you know, dress it really up and go crazy but if you're someone who just likes sparkles yeah I feel like this could be yeah an everyday eyeshadow for you yeah well even like I'm thinking like if we were going to the Harry Styles concert I would be putting this on as highlighter and just be like bam look at me with my yeah. like glittery cheekbones because it's just like fun and it's really easy to apply which is also essential for me and so I just like put it on with yeah. my finger and so it's like a complete holiday eyeshadow look in like 10 seconds which I also appreciate mm -hmm. the other makeup I wanted to mention is just Charlotte Tilbury in general I've talked about their products before and the like skin tints and the setting sprays and everything it's just a really great brand especially I feel like the look now is like very natural and kind of dewy and I just feel that that brand achieves all those things and it's easy to use yeah she also had a moment this year yeah like the TikTok girlies love Charlotte Tilbury yeah and we're one of them yeah <laughs> yeah I think my makeup list so obviously we have heard for the past two years I've had like shown up on this podcast that I have shitty skin all the time. So a lot of my makeup products are actually face makeup products that help me hide my shitty skin. So the first is probably not a favorite for many people, but I loved it and I still love it. It's the Tarte Creaseless Concealer. I don't mm. know how to say it. I want to say Maracuja cre sure. Creaseless Concealer. I have no idea. It is not shape tape. The mm. difference with this one is it has a radiant finish. So it's mm. very sticky. It is shiny. First time I used it, I was like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, ooh, I like this. It covers everything up and gives you a really nice glow. So I love that. For places that I didn't want that glow, I was using, speaking of Selena Gomez and Rare mm -hmm. Beauty, I was using Rare Beauty Always an Optimist Soft Radiant Setting Powder. This is the first setting powder I've ever used. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I thought it was magic. I want to try some of the other like fan favorites and see if this one's as good as I was imagining. However, I think it is like four or five stars on Sephora. So, yeah. I don't think it's just me who loves it, <laughs> but wanted to put that on here. Also, in terms of face products, I discovered bronzer for the first time this year, mm. and I'm obsessed, especially somebody who is, like, as pale and fair as I am. Right. Bronzer just, like, makes you feel and look way more alive. So I was using this. It was like a like small step into face makeup and bronzer and highlight and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And it was with the Sephora Micro Smooth Multitasking Face Palette. I think mine's the colorway Enchant, but Ooh. it has two blushes, a highlight and a bronzer. And I use that pretty much every time I'm doing my makeup now. Just mm -hmm. makes me feel way more confident about my skin. 
And then outside of skin slash face makeup, I purchased, I was on the hunt for a new mascara. So I purchased this like mini set from Sephora. It was Mm -hmm. like all the best mascaras. So I got to try them all. And then there was a coupon in it to get your favorite one full size for free. Mm -hmm. So definitely get that like gift box or set. But my favorite one was the Lancome Lash Idol Lash Lifting and Volumizing Mascara. Sorry, I said the lash a million times there, (laughs) but that one's really good. It's not, I already have kind of like long lashes, so it's not super volumizing if you don't. Like it's very fine brush and like Mm -hmm. very fine mascara. But for me, it works perfectly. It doesn't transfer and I just love it so much. So not looking forward to when I have to repurchase and actually pay for it because it's like $37 or something insane, but I love it. So we'll deal with that when the time comes. Yeah. (laughs) Great. I think as far as like skincare, I only had one item on my list just because I felt like the last like three years I've been going through like a skincare transformation and a lot of the skincare that I like this year was like the same stuff I mentioned last year but I did want to mention the Caudalie Vino Perfect Radiance Serum which also I feel like maybe had a TikTok moment but I got it as a sample and it's just a serum that's supposed to get rid of like dark spots and help brighten your skin and I find it makes a difference and but it's not like I find some serums can be like too sticky or too oily or can have like a weird Mm -hmm. smell and it like doesn't have anything it just feels like clean and healthy and yeah it makes my skin brighter and I suffer from a lot of dark spots I have like hyperpigmentation all over my body so it's like a whole big thing and this is like the only product that I found that's actually made a difference on my face because I'll have it where if I have a spot I will have a mark where the spot was for like months and this Mm. I find helps without sort of like drying out my skin or feeling too like exfoliating or anything like that. So. Yeah. Sounds like magic. Yeah. My skincare list. I, it's, I have a few things, but then I also have a perfume and two face or two skincare like tool type things. Mm -hmm. So first skincare product, I know I mentioned on a top 10 this year, and it is the brand Tula, and it's their Eyes Glow and Get It Eye Balm. I really like this. I've been using it in the mornings for like, I don't even know, maybe like the past six months or something crazy, but it has like a really nice shimmer and it just feels really nice under your eyes, feels like you're taking care of your under eyes. And I have noticed like my dark circles going away. I don't know if it's because the eye bomb, but it might not just be a coincidence if you know what I'm saying. So (laughs) that was a product that I will definitely be like buying over and over. Another one that I know for sure, again, I mentioned is the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow Sunscreen. I just got into using like a daily SPF this year and this is my favorite one. doesn't break me out. It smells nice. It looks really nice, has a nice glow. So I love that. 
Then the perfume I wanted to mention is actually on my Christmas wish list, and mm. I really hope I get it. And if I don't, I'm just going to bite the bullet and buy yeah. it myself. I got two sample kits of like a million perfumes from Sephora as like add-ons to my purchase. You know how they'll like do that, like yeah. spend $50, you can get like whatever. So I literally got two different perfume sets because I was on a mission to find a new perfume. Mm -hmm. And the one I landed on is, uh, I think it was a new release this year from Gucci and it's the Flora Gorgeous Gardenia perfume. Mm -hmm. I was getting, I think it was because I was looking into it, but I was getting like YouTube ads, TikTok (laughs) ads, influencers were talking about it. Like there was Snapchat filters, like there was everything for this perfume but I really, really like it. It's the one in the pink bottle. And mm. apparently it's supposed to be inspired by Miley Cyrus, which oh. when I found that out, I kind of liked it more, even yeah, though I'm I not like a, the biggest Miley fan. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I was just like, this is sick. So anyways, fingers crossed I get it for Christmas. But like <laughs> I said, even if I don't, I'm going to buy it because I just loved it that much. Yeah. And then the last two things in skincare I wanted to mention, I – got a like facial razor just to like I don't know I feel this is unnecessary but now that I've started I'm like yeah I love this (laughs) so I just got the Sephora collection metal facial razor and I really like it I have had a few incidents of like accidentally getting too close to my eyebrows so I'll be cautious of that (laughs) however I really like having like a smooth face and whatever but the last thing is an ice roller and Tegan just gifted this to me for Christmas and she gave it to me at my Christmas party mm-hmm. where the next day I was like hungover not doing so great <laughs> ice rolled my face and I felt like a million bucks literally yeah. it gave me the like confidence and energy to clean and like deep clean my entire house so it's a miracle worker and I've been using it every morning since (laughs) I don't feel like I get super puffy in the mornings but ever since using the ice roller I'm like wow maybe I am puffier than I realized like and I just (laughs) didn't know it because I feel like a total change using it but yeah I love that yeah I don't have an ice roller but I have Uh, a detox market chill pill which is basically like you fill it in with ice and then you like rub the ice directly on your face and I that does Mm. cure a hangover like I think I don't know it's like when you're laying in bed you're like oh I don't want it and then you put ice directly on your face it's like my nervous system restarts and I'm like I'm ready like it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) that is the exact feeling I have yeah yeah so good yeah love it I think as far as fashion goes I have to shout out the lululemon belt bag which is like infamous in Toronto I don't like I hope that this is a thing around the world I kind of get the vibe that it is it is you think yeah I I don't know about around the world my content is very skewed I watch like content creators in Toronto and New York and that's pretty much it sorry guys I have a few in like London England area but I don't know if I've seen them use the belt bag but the New Mm. York girlies seem to be the Lululemon belt bag the Aritzia super puff just as much as the Toronto girlies so I think this is a thing yeah okay good because it's like 
there was a time in the summer where you'd go into a bar and every single girl would have this yeah bag like it's, it's also nuts. like yeah or you go to a friend's house like for instance say we get together for book club and then everybody puts down their bag it's like oh I need to make sure I'm grabbing my bag yes. on the way out and not yeah. somebody else's because we all have the exact same bag like, yeah <laughs> crazy I can't even think of like the last time that happened like in high school I feel like you know everyone in high school dresses the same but not as like adults but here we are with our matching like black lululemon belt bags and it's just so like convenient (laughs) like it's not just about style it just like works so well it's durable love it yeah it fits surprisingly a lot of stuff like yeah we don't need to sell you guys we know you already have one and you're proud of it just like we are but these are some perks in case you don't have it or don't know what we're talking about yeah (laughs) I love it on my fashion list I was looking through my closet and I was like you know nothing huge here however Mm. there were the big things for me was that I found my correct bra size. That was Mm -hmm. a big winner. And it's funny because I was doing laundry just like last week and I put on one of my old bras while I was washing my new bras. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this used to be my favorite bra when it doesn't fit me at all. Oh yeah. So just goes to show like, I don't know how powerful it is to find your correct bra size. So I get all my bras from Aerie. So there's that. Also, I know I mentioned this recently on my favorite purchases episode or sorry, our (laughs) purchases episode, but like one of my favorite purchases. And that was a sticky bra. That has been a game changer. I actually wore it at said Christmas party and I loved it. It was great. So love that. Also good since like weddings came back and you know, Mm -hmm. some of these dresses are like, it's hard to wear a bra, sticky bra, man, 10 out of 10 recommend. Also on the whole like bra underwear side of things, I really got onto the seamless underwear from Aerie, Mm -hmm. huge, huge fan. I like threw out all my underwear and replaced Mm -hmm. all of them with this seamless underwear. So I feel like I'm late to the game here, but it was a game changer for me. And outside of like those specific pieces, I didn't really have anything come to mind. However, I had a big Oak and Fort year. Mm. I think that's a Canadian, it is definitely a Canadian brand. I don't know if they're in the States even. They're from Vancouver, but damn, every time I went in there, I spent way too much money. (laughs) I got earrings, I got pants, I got sweaters, I got dresses for weddings. Like Mm -hmm. I got everything there. I loved it so much. Also, Abercrombie, of course, makes Classic. my list. Honestly, the Abercrombie documentary also makes my list. <laughs> i pretty sure that was this year. It definitely was. But anyways, Abercrombie and the Abercrombie documentary. <laughs> and then the latest scoop, which is another Canadian brand that I know I've mentioned before. But again, I bought jeans, dresses, like so many different things from there. They were just one of my favorite places to shop this year. And they opened like three... Toronto locations yeah permanently so I'm just like in my happy place two of them are very close to each other and I'm kind of weirded out by that but whatever Mm. I I'm fine with it yeah (laughs) classic just makes it easy to yeah, yeah they're everywhere exactly okay our next category is just like general purchases things we bought this year that we love that we haven't had the chance to talk about and I'm sorry, this podcast episode is already going long, but we just, 
These are all our favorite things. We can't cut any of them out. A lot of favorite things. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. As far as general purchases go, I had two things written down. The first thing is the video game Stray, which I talked about on the podcast. And it's the first ever Mm -hmm. video game I bought. And, like, the first ever story video game that I played. And I, like, I was obsessed. I beat it in, like, two days because I couldn't stop playing. And... It was just so fun. I got a medal for making my cat meow a hundred times. And it was just, I was like, is this what video games are like? It was just so much fun. I actually want to go back and like play it again and see if I'm better. Because when I first started playing it, I couldn't figure out how to like look and walk at the same time. So I think I'll be improved. I love it. Yeah. I love that. That'll be one of your like biggest accomplishments of the year. It's like yeah. got my cat to meow a hundred yeah, times. <laughs> it was a chatty cat award. I also got an award for getting a bag stuck on my cat's head, which was like a mean award, oh. which I did not appreciate. Oh, but damn. Yeah. So wanted to mention that game. It also had like a cultural moment. I feel like I posted on my Instagram story, like playing this game and I got like the most DMs I've ever gotten of people being like, oh my God, is that the cat game? Is it fun? Do you love it? And I was like, well, I'm posting it on my Instagram. So like, yeah. And yeah, it was just so good. You found your people. Yeah. Yeah. It was all people that I expected to. I was like, you would want to play this cat video game. But yeah, it was great. I loved it. Even just like the music afterwards at work, I was like listening to the soundtrack for like a couple of weeks. It was good times. Yeah. The other general purchase I wanted to mention is something actually that my work pays for, but now if I ever get a new job, I'm just going to have to pay for it because I love it so much. And it's Grammarly, which I feel like is crazy, but I love it. Like I, like, I feel like there's so many ads for Grammarly and it's, I was the kind of person who was like, this is so stupid. Like your computer comes with autocorrect. Why do you need to pay a service to basically autocorrect again? But it, it like catches things that your computer doesn't catch. And what I love it for is this year I've had to send way more emails and like client facing emails, and it will help me rephrase the emails to be more confident, to be more friendly. So it'll be like, start this sentence friendlier but then get rid of I think because you're you should be confident here and I'm like Grammarly you are Mm. right I should be confident and then it's almost like the more it trained me to be performing as confident the more confident I became so I used to write emails and I'd be like I think we should do this but let me know your thoughts and but now I'm like, this is what we're doing. Get on board. And it's like, it's yeah. also training me obviously to have better grammar and that kind of thing. But the main thing I find, especially if you're a woman, like it's like, girl, you're using too many exclamation points. Don't say, I think, be confident. And I'm like, yes, Grammarly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a great tool. I highly recommend it. I think of it as a great investment in your career I don't know I'm very passionate about it yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah I can tell I was also thinking I see their ads so many times but 
they need to hire you because listening to you I'm like damn I'm influenced I need to buy this it's so good well it happened because someone I work with loved it and he was like even more passionate than me and I was like what is wrong with you what are you talking about and then he got like our entire work we have like a work grammarly account that we all use and now I'm like I have to have it on my phone that's how much I love it wow I love that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I hope people made it this far in the episode because that was that? worth sticking around to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm just an old man. I love my good grammar. My puzzles. <laughs> yeah. We love this. And we love you. We love you for that. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Mine. I'm going to stick to just like my number one. I think it's my number one purchase this year. And this just happened a few weeks ago. And I was so excited to tell people about it at my Christmas party. And then I just didn't. Like it didn't come up or I totally forgot. But there's been these chairs or no, sorry, stools for my like kitchen island that I've had my eye on probably all year. And they've gone on sale for like 25% off. But they're very expensive and I needed two of them. So it's going to cost me like, I forget. I think they were like 175 bucks each or something. Right. And I was just like, that's just too much. And even yeah. 25% off, I was like, that's too much. So I was thinking about them literally all year. And then just a few weeks ago, probably back in November, I went home to see my parents for a weekend. And this was like, I guess kind of Black Friday timing and the store was having a sale on these chairs and they were again 30% off this time. And I said to my mom, you know, I've never seen them 30% off. I've been watching these chairs all year long and the highest I've seen them go is like 20, 25% off, but usually they're excluded from all the sales. So Mm. let's just stop in the store on the way, like while you're driving me home, Mm -hmm. we'll pick them up and I'm just going to get them and bite the bullet. So I go to the store. Sorry, this is like not just like my my favorite purchase. It is my favorite purchase, but it's also my favorite story. Anyways, so I go to the store. I show up and they have a set of these chairs, four stools mm. and like six dining chairs that had been bought, opened, put um. together and then returned. And they were selling them at 75% off just because they were out of box, mm-hmm. but there was nothing wrong with them. So I was like, wait, are you sure there's nothing wrong with them? And they're like, no, like, it's just that we get yeah. out of the package. And I was like, and you're selling them for 75% <laughs> off? And she was like, yes. So I got these chairs for like 50 bucks each. Mm. And I got two of them. My mom like pulled up to the curb. We loaded them up. <laughs> she brought me home and I'm obsessed with them. Like they look so nice. But the fact that I got them for like that much of a discount like I paid both I paid for both of them what I would have paid for one of them Mm -hmm. at 30 percent off so total steal I'm just like so happy with that so that's probably my favorite purchase of this year kind of random but you can tell something I wanted all year and it just worked out for the best so love it that's the one I'll share with you guys yeah Great. Sorry, there was a whole story time, but (laughs) (laughs) okay, you guys, we are going to wrap it up here because we know this is a really long episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you 
learned maybe something new to check out from our favorites or that reliving some of these things from the past year was fun for you as well. Um, Like we said earlier, we will have more 2022 reflection and episode type or reflection episodes, but also episodes getting you ready for 2023. So make sure you are subscribed, following, and keep checking back on the podcast. We drop a new episode every single Tuesday. You can also find us on social media. We're at our golden twenties on pretty much every platform. So find us there, but that's it for today. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.